Good morning, Living Word. Good morning to all our morning manaites. God bless you for a new day. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Thank God for all that he's been doing, for his love, his mercy, his grace. And thank him for a brand new day. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. Let me get myself adjusted a little bit better here this morning. Certainly, it's a Monday morning, and certainly God has been good to us. We had an awesome day in the house of the Lord. And all of you who have gone to church on yesterday, I pray you had an awesome day. I know we did. It's always a pleasure to be in the house of God, to be amongst God's, God's people. Amen. As we start a brand new week, and I pray that the last week ended great, and this week is going to start off great. Speak it into your life today. Remember, your mouth influences the outcomes of your day. So make sure you're speaking good things and you're thinking good things um, because that's how we influence our day and make better days. Take responsibilities for your day. It is so important. You know, we're, we're grown up. We're not taught to really take responsibility for the outcomes of our days. You know, and there's so much power within us. There's so much um, uh, authority that God has given us that we we just don't use. We're just not using it. Why? Because we're not. Um, we don't know about it really, and and we're not aware of some of the power in the in the authority that God has given us as human beings in the earth. He did tell us to rule and have dominion over the earth. I mean, how could we do that if He didn't give us if He didn't give us authority and give us power to do it? So. The power to to rule, to have dominion, it's all it's already inside of us, right? Everything that God had intended for us to do and the abilities he intended for us to have is already inside of us. Um, we just have to recognize it and begin to use it according to God's plan for our lives. Amen. This morning I want to talk about the power of our minds. You know, I've mentioned it so many times before. But I'm going to deep dive into it again. Um, we want to explore the incredible power that lies within our minds because our minds possess immense potential and influence, and it influences our thoughts, our action, and ultimately our lives. Yeah, it's all in our minds. A lot of times we receive things incorrectly simply because of what's in our minds. And so we want to delve into the ways in which our minds help to shape our reality, impact our well-being and guide our path towards success and fulfillment. You can't do it without a right mind. First of all, I say the mind is a creative force. Let me say it again. The mind is a creative, a creative force. Everything that you see on earth, somebody had to first have it in their mind. Every beautiful building, every art, every beautiful architect, well, every um, awesome looking car, whatever it is, and somebody built it, it, was, it started off in their minds. So a mind is, is a creative force, right? It, it, it possesses the ability to shape our reality. It does. How you design your house, how you set up your house, how you do your lawn, the color you paint your rooms, all those things came from our minds, right? And so it, it shapes our reality. And so when you're around somebody, how they dress, the 
tells you what's in their minds. It does. What they drive tells you what's in their minds. You know, all these things. And a lot of times, you know, we may not be where we want to be yet. But as long as we have it in our minds, then the possibility for it to become our reality still exists. All right. And so our thoughts nurture, rather our thoughts and our beliefs influence our perceptions, our attitudes, and also our actions. Yes, it does. Our thoughts, our beliefs influence how we perceive things, influence our attitudes, and absolutely influences our actions. The Bible says, for he thinks in his heart, so is he. You become according to how you think, or rather what you think. And so our thoughts will eventually manifest into our reality. And that's why I say our chief aim should always be to please God, because if our chief aim is to please God, that will eventually become our reality. And I don't know about you, but at the end of the day, when we have to stand before our creator, I want to hear him say, well done. So I want to make sure while I'm in this life, this physical realm, my chief aim is in my mind, it's in my thoughts, to always please him in, in, in everything, what I say, what I do, how I think, amen, and how I carry myself, my demeanor, I always want to be pleasing to God. And so we have to make sure that it's first in our mind. If it never comes to mind, then there's no opportunity for you to achieve it. Let me say it again. If it never comes to mind, there is no opportunity for you to achieve it. So these things, you must achieve it. Um, when it your thoughts is a creative force. Your mind, rather, is a creative force. If you think it, you know, we always say if there's a will, there's a way. And it usually is, you know, if we have a will, that means we have it in our minds and we're constantly focused on it. A way usually is made for us to achieve it. And the sad thing is that's whether good or bad. <laughs> if it were just for good, it was going to be, it would be okay. But also for bad, because people sit down and think how to rob banks. <laughs> they go out and do it, right? It's in their minds. I was thinking robbing a store. They go out and they do it. Those are bad things. Those are negative things. But it had to come in their minds first, and then they go out and they do it. And so as people of God, we got to make sure that we are cultivating positive and empowering thoughts and that we, so we can create a fulfilling and successful life. Your mind is the creative part of you. Secondly, we need to harness the power of positive thinking, right? Positive thinking is a potent tool that will help to transform our lives from negative outcomes to positive outcomes. So what is positive thinking? It is the conscious choice to focus on positive aspects of any situation. It is, a, it is a conscious choice to cultivate optimism, be optimistic about life, and always maintain, in, maintain an hopeful outlook. That's what positive thinking is, right? We find and we focus on the positive aspects of any situation. We always cultivate optimism and we have a hopeful outlook. That means we don't just focus on what's bad, but we focus on good outcomes. We focus on changing what we're seeing into what we want to see, right? We must embrace 
positive thinking. You know, Philippians 4, 4 verse 8 tells us all the time. We, we do it, we say it, we know it. Whatever things are true, whatever things are honest, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Why? All those things are positive. <laughs> yeah, and, we, and when we nurture positive thoughts, we attract positively positivity, and open doors to new opportunities. You understand that when we are thinking positive, when we, when we become positive, we attract after our kind. So we attract positive things, po positive people, and we attract good things to our lives. So it's important that we cultivate um, positive things and harness rather the power of positive thinking. Always try to see the good in any and every situation. Don't think the worst. You know, people say they got into an accident. Oh, it could have been worse. Why do we always think it could have been worse? Why can't we say it could have, it, thank God that we survived it and it should have never happened. That's how we should say this should have never happened, but thank God we survived it. It should have never happened. Not it could have been worse. It seems like we set ourselves up to have something worse take place in our lives. Don't do it. Don't do it. Just like when you ask people, how you doing? Oh, I'm not too bad. Really? You're not too bad? That means you're bad, but not too bad. No. Why did we speak those things over our lives? Those are negative thinking. Say, I am good. Amen. I am blessed. I am absolutely highly favored. Speak something positive. Take every opportunity to speak something positive. And then consider, consider your response to people all the time. Just consider it. Think about what you're saying and see, is it negative? Or is it positive? Is it portraying a negative um, um, word into your life? Or is it saying something positive that's going to bring positivity back to you? You don't want negativity coming back to you simply because of your response to people, right? So somebody say, how you doing? Say, I am great. I know you got a headache, but so what? They don't know that. You smile through it. Say, I am good. And even if you say I have a little headache, but you know what? I am awesome. I am well. I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Amen. The third thing, we must make, we must make the mind-body connection. You see, the power of our minds extend beyond our thoughts. Our minds are intricately connect, connected to our bodies. It influences our physical and emotional well-being. You know, this is backed up by science. Scientific research reveals the impact of positive thinking on stress reduction, immune system enhancement, and overall health. Yeah, I've always said if you think you're sick, you're going to be sick. If you think you're weak, you're going to be weak. It's all part of your thinking. So you make sure you make the mind-body connection. When you're a positive, optimistic person, you know, you tend to be more healthy. You tend to be more energetic. You know, the Bible says in Proverbs 17 and 22, a joyful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. This is what the Bible says. Even the Bible tells us that. You know, a good spirit, a hearty spirit, a joyful heart is good for you. Get out, close down, 
Shut down. Send everybody in your pity party home. Just send them home. Shut down your pity party. Grab a hold of a joyful heart. The Bible said weeping should just endure for a night. But joy is awaiting you in the morning. So make sure that we are joyful in our thankful in our heart and, and thankful in all that we do because it's connected to our emotions. It, it, it affects our body. It affects our, our well-being. And it even affects our immune system. That's why I tell people all the time, when you're sick, don't lie groveling in the dark. Don't do that. Get some sunlight. Get out in the sun and let the rays of the sun, let the positive rays of the sun hit your face. Smile at it. Wave at the birds. <laughs> but do something positive. It helps your immune system to overcome sickness and stress and all those kind of things. And so when we are groveling, and, and what's the negative thing that's taking place in our lives. And we're always down and we can't see anything better than what we're going through. And we're asking God, why me? You know, and all this stuff. Why did this happen? And if God is love, why does all this happen to me? And I, no, those are negative thinking. It just makes your situation worse. So you get yourself out of it. Because you understand, understand that your mind influences your immune system. It helps reduce stress and it helps you to become healthy. <clears throat> Number four, we got to visualize and set goals. Right? So the power of our minds is amplified when we engage in, in a vision, visualization, that we're visualizing um, what we want to become in our lives. We, we set goals and we have a visual, a mental picture of it. It's so important. You know, I remember when I was buying this house, I remember I had a mental picture of all the things that I wanted in the house. And sure enough, every single thing that I wanted, I got in the house that I now live in. I had a mental picture of it. Tell yourself what you want. Tell yourself and then have a mental picture of it. How do you want to look? How do you want to dress? The shape that you want to have. You must have a mental picture of those things. And then for the, where there's a will, there's a way. A way will be created if that's your focus. You have to, it's just not something that's fleeting. It's not just something you just think about it one time, never think about it again. Oh, that's a nice to have. Oh, I, it'd be nice if I did that or if I could do that or if I could look like that. Oh, it'd be nice if I could fit in that dress or that. And that's, no, no. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about you've got your mind made up. I am going to fit in that suit or I'm going to fit in that dress. You make your mind up. That is the car I'm going to drive. And this is the how I'm going to live. That is the education I'm going to get. And you have your mind focused on it. You have a picture of you receiving your diploma at your graduation. You, you see yourself getting that job, you see yourself being promoted, you must have a vision. The Bible said where there is no vision, the people perish. And this is not just for churches. This is for your life too. You got to have a vision for your life. You got to know how you want to end your days. Amen. Do you want to end your days in debt? Do you want to be debt free at the end of your days? When when do you want to re retire? Do you see yourself retiring at 65 or 55? Or 45. And if so, what are you doing to achieve it? 
If that's what you want, then you must visualize it. And when you visualize it, a way will be made for you to achieve it. But it must be your focus. If you don't focus on it, you're not going to achieve it. And so you've got to focus. And like I said before, it can't be just something fleeting. It can't be just something nice to have. And it's not that we walk around, see Lamborghinis and Porsches and, oh, yeah, I want that. I want that. No, that's not what this is all about. This is this is about fulfilling your purpose and achieving greatness according to God's design for your life. God's plan for you is awesome. Right? It's, it's, he says he will do exceedingly abundant above all that you could even ask or think. And so when you get your mind right and when you're focused and when you can visualize and you set goals and you set, set out to achieve them, you will be surprised how much you achieve because you had a clear vision. So consistently visualize and affirm your goals. And if you do that, you increase the likelihood of those things manifested in your life. The last thing is overcome limits and beliefs and fears. We must overcome our fears. God didn't give you a spirit of fear. No, but of power, the spirit he gave you is full of power, love, and a sound mind. But do you know our minds can also become a, a source of self-imposed limitation? When we tell ourselves we can't do this, we can't do that, or I'll never do this, I'll never do that, I'll never get a chance to go here, I'll never. If you keep on telling yourself, never, then that's exactly what you're going to have. If you keep on saying, man, I'll never fit in that dress. I'll never fit in that suit. You know, I'd never see myself doing it. No, if you, whatever you tell yourself you can't do, then you will, you will achieve that also. So make sure you're not limiting yourself. Neither are you limiting your growth with your own thinking. You know, I, I've heard somebody say, nobody likes me. Why do people ever say that? How could you possibly be living on earth? Are you that bad of a person that nobody likes you? Or the, the more common is that nobody understands what I'm going through. Stop saying that. Your problems are not that complex that nobody understands. And usually what you're going through, somebody already been through it. They understand quite well what you're going through. Amen. So stop saying those things. Those things just invite people and, and just those things just allow you to create a pity party and give you excuses why you don't achieve what you should achieve in this life. You get stuck in the rat race. We get conformed to this world. And the Bible says we need to be changed. We need to be transformed. That means the renewing of our minds is when our minds change. You know, it's all mind-based. This is mind-based. Your success, your failure, it's all within you. <laughs> your strength and your weakness is all within you. It depends on which one you allow to come to the forefront. Your strength or your weakness, right? Your faith or your doubt. It's strictly up to us, not anybody else. No, your life is yours. You have to work out your own salvation. That's what the Bible says. You got to work it out. You got to make it. You, you have to take your life and take charge of it. Amen. Reading the word, strengthening yourself. Get yourself strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Overcome 
limited beliefs and fears, overcome it, get over them. God is not giving you that spirit. You're more than a conqueror. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. And so use your mind to change your life and change your situation. And don't use your mind to destroy your life. You can use it to do one or the other. God presented it to man. He says, I present to you today life or death. You choose. <laughs> Isn't that what he said? He says, you choose. I present to you today life or death. You choose. But then he tells you, he said, choose life. And so I would suggest that to all of us today. Choose life. Choose positive over negative. Choose faith rather than fear. Right? Choose to be strong rather than being weak. You choose. It's your choice. Choose to be happy rather than sad. Choose to be joyful rather than sorrowful. Choose to be the positive person rather than a negative person. But it all begins in your mind. Our minds is a powerful, a powerful part of us that God gave us to become all we can become and all that he has for us in the earth. And so the power of our minds is all inspiring our thoughts, our beliefs, our attitude, um, our sh shape our reality and influences our well-being. And by harnessing the power of positive thinking, embracing visualization and goal setting and challenging our limiting beliefs, we create a life filled with success, happiness, and fulfillment. And so people of God, let us recognize and nurture the power within us, the power that God has given us for it is a catalyst for personal growth. It's a catalyst for transformation and it's a realization of our dreams. It all begins in your minds. So there's great power inside of you. Use it for good and not for evil. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for your love. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your grace. Thank you for all that you have given us. Thank you for reminding us that as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. And so I pray, God, that we will understand the creative force that you have placed inside of us, the power of our minds, Father, and cause us to, to harness it and use it, and Father God, to, to bring forth positive things in the earth. Your word tells us to, to think on things that are true and honest and just and pure and lovely. God, all positive things. And so, Father, I pray that we will adhere to your word, that your word may manifest in our lives. And God, that which we influence into reality will be that which you have designed for us, Father God. Help us never to bring into reality that which did not enter your mind for us, God. But help us, Father God, to trust you with all our hearts and lean not to our own understanding, but in all our ways, acknowledge you and allow you to direct our path, to, to direct our thinking through reading your word, meditating on your word, memorizing your word, and getting your word in our spirit that our minds can have something to feed on and when our minds is feeding on your word god it'll bring forth positive outcomes 
Father, I thank you for doing it again. I thank you for hearing us and I thank you for answering. And I thank you for the favor that is on our heads, the increase on our hands and the swiftness on our feet. Thank you, Father God, for forgiving our past, preserving our present and guaranteeing our future. For there's not a feeble one amongst us. For we are healthy, we are wealthy, we're strong in you, our God, and in the power of your might. For though our beginning was small, our latter end shall greatly increase. Father, we give you thanks and we give you praise. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Oh.